Hello, and thanks so much for inviting me and my wife, Kelly, to this very special Veterans Day ceremony. It's a wonderful thing that we do to set aside a special time, a special day, to honor our vets. Welcome. And thanks so much for the opportunity you've given me to do what I love so very much, to speak the highest praises on our veterans. And today, as we speak these highest praises on our veterans, let us not forget to keep in our prayers for the safety of those serving in our military today. Lord, keep them safe. If you've had a chance to read your program, you may have seen mentioned the work I do with the veterans. I've spent the last 23 years interviewing our vets, then airing their interviews in their own words, playing their stories to thousands upon thousands of radio listeners all across America. And the listeners love hearing the veterans tell their own stories. And how did the interviews go? As we began to talk, usually at first they're a little guarded and, and careful in their sharing. And as the interviews warm up, the veterans begin telling me the hard part of their story, the really hard part of their military service, of the fighting, of the losses they had to endure. Their words become softer, quiet words, sometimes mixed with tears. It's hard to talk about it. For some of these veterans, our interview together is the first time they've ever told their own war story. I'm always very honored that they trust me enough to talk to me. And the result, with over 100 interviews completed to date, not one veteran has ever told me they regret our talk and their story being told. How many veterans do we have with us today? I want you to know that I have come to love you because of what you have done in your serving, whatever your job, whatever you did, you have played a great part in keeping our nation safe and free. And I especially love and appreciate our veterans by what I've seen and learned from my interviews with them. What have I learned from our vets, from our talks? Well, first, they appreciate our kind words, our uplifting thoughts, our prayers. But when I begin to brag on them, they tell me they don't really consider what they've done to be anything special, that it's their honor to serve and be part of such a great nation, America. They see it as their duty. And so many of my interviews, when I begin asking the vets what awards or commendations they may have received for their service, they just begin talking about the others and what they did in the war. It was a few years back when I was interviewing one veteran who served in Vietnam as a helicopter pilot. He told me of a child one day who had walked with his little brother into a live mine field, not knowing that it was there, and the older brother, sadly, had been killed. The younger child was there, still in the field, injured, but they could not get to him because of the other live land mines there. But this one veteran, that I was interviewing, this helicopter pilot, when he saw the child's father about to actually walk into the minefield to save the child, when this veteran saw what was happening, he stopped his father. Then he made a plan. He would fly his helicopter 
right over the minefield. Then drop the copter down lower and lower and lower to the ground until the helicopter was only a few feet above the ground. As the veteran then struggled to keep the copter floating above the child, not touching the ground, the other soldier with him reached down and pulled the child to safety. It was an amazing and a very dangerous volunteer assignment. Yep, that's what I said. He was not ordered to save the child. He volunteered, but the child was safe. Now, back safely in his father's arms. When I went on talking about what an amazing act of bravery it was that he did, I asked him what he received in honor for his sacrificial bravery, and he just didn't want to talk about it. He wanted to move on with our talk, but I kept asking, and finally he said, well, I did receive a silver star. <laughs> he was not even going to mention it. What else have I learned about the vets from our interview talks? <clears throat> Number two, our veterans are always talking up those they served with, not themselves. They talk about the others that were with them. I interviewed one World War II veteran a number of years ago. He told me that they were in the middle of a horrific battle with gunfire and grenades going back and forth. Then he said, all of a sudden, a live grenade landed right in their foxhole that six of them were in. He said, everything just stopped like, well, like a slow motion picture. And as each in the foxhole looked at each other, then looked at the grenade, they knew that if they jumped out of that foxhole, the enemy machine gun would surely kill them. And then, all of a sudden, in the midst of that slow motion terrifying moment, suddenly, one of his comrades in that foxhole jumped over and laid his body on top of that live grenade. <laughs> the grenade exploded. The soldier died, but he had saved them all. He had given his life for them. The veteran said that there was no time to weep or carry him out or to do anything for him. But now today, this vet carries in his heart and mind the memory of one soldier who gave his life for him. The Bible tells us, no greater love has a man than this but to lay down his life for others. That's why I love our veterans. But not all of the, the interviews that I do are with those serving on the front line in the heat of battle. I talk with so many who have not been in war, not had to fight on the front line. But does it make their service to our country any less important, any less of serving? Of course not. Did you know that every person who comes into our military, U.S. military forces, they each must take a vow an enlistment oath. It says, I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of the officers appointed over me. So help me God. I've interviewed mechanics and cooks 
those carrying supplies to the troops, nurses, medics, even those who fold and pack the parachutes. And we thank God for all who have served, whether they fought on the front line, whether they fought at all, they have all been part of this powerful protecting shield that works to keep us from harm. And what about us, those who have not served in the military? What are we to do? We are to encourage, to always talk up those serving and our veterans, to always honor them. If you're in an airport and, and you see a group of, of military on their way to board a plane, stop them. Let them know how much they mean to you and encourage them with a hearty, God bless you. What else must we do? We are to pray. Pray without ceasing for the vets and their families, for those serving today, and pray for their families behind here, working to keep the powerful light of hope shining bright as they watch for their own special one to come back home. I want to thank you again for inviting us and for allowing me to share these few words about our amazing Americans we call veterans. May God bless our veterans. May God bless our military. May God bless America. Let us stand now with a big applause that we will hear and be so loud that we will never forget. God bless you all.